Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Today, we are doing a K-pop legend series all about one of our favorite artists, Psy. He is that guy of K-pop, basically. (laughs) He's the one that your parents know. Yes. (laughs) This episode is going to be a continuation of our kind of disjointed series, I guess, uh, (laughs) called K-pop Legends, where we go back in time and kind of talk through the histories of some of the biggest legends in k-pop we've done rain we've done cl we've done quite a few people that are you know just really big name k-pop superstars and kind of delved into their past their history so that's what we're going to do with psy and i gotta be honest reading through our notes i was very surprised about a few things because I had a certain impression of Psy. It is not actually reality. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into it and you guys can learn more about Psy. He is a Korean singer, rapper, songwriter, and record producer. Number one now. That is his number one job right now. Yeah. He's known in Korea for his humorous videos and his funny stage performances, and he's often imitating female singers, which I've watched many a video of and cackled. Yes. (laughs) I think my favorite one is when he's doing the exit up and down. (laughs) Yes. So funny. That's also my favorite. (laughs) But um, internationally, he is known for Gangnam Style, which played at my wedding. (laughs) It is that big. You do not remember the Gangnam Style takeover of the radio and all popular culture. Maybe you're a little young. (laughs) I remember it so well. It was about eight to ten years ago at this point, so. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we were in college. I remember being at a nightclub and they played it. Yep. And us and all of our friends went absolutely apeshit and we did the whole lives. fucking dance. Yes, And everyone did. around us was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe we also um, acted out the part when the guy is like thrusting above Psy in the elevator. Oh my God. And that's what really got people to turn their heads. They're like, what the fuck <laughs> are these girls doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That's <laughs> yeah, so fun. Psy is his stage name. His real name is Park Jaesung, and he was born December 31st, 1977, and he was actually born into a rich family who lived in the Gangnam district of Seoul. I was kind of shook about that. I'm like, oh my god, he like is a Gangnam local. Mm-hmm. Gangnam Style, the song, is, like, making fun of all the people who lived there. And I'm like, bitch, that's you. (laughs) You know? I guess, hey, write what you know, right? Yeah. (laughs) His father is the executive chairman of DI Corporation, which is a manufacturer of semiconductor manufacturing equipment. And it's listed on the Korean Stock Exchange. So, big Big money. And his mom also owns several restaurants in Gangnam, so they were pretty flush. Yeah, and if you don't know what semiconductors are, there was a shortage of them a couple years ago, and it caused a lot of delays of, like, computer shipments, Mm -hmm. car shipments. It's basically a a tiny computer, so hopefully that clears that up. (laughs) Sai was known for not really liking school and also being the class clown, which I was like, that totally tracks. When he was 15, he was watching TV and this Korean TV show was like 
showing a concert at Wembley Stadium and it was Queen and they were performing Bohemian Rhapsody and he was like entranced by this and Sai says that it was this moment that made him want to be a musician. I love that for him. I mean, I too am totally hypnotized by Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Who isn't? Honestly. I know. Once Sai got out of primary school in South Korea, as part of preparations to take over the DI Corporation from his father, he originally planned to study business administration at BU, Boston University, in 1996. However, (laughs) as soon as he got to the United States, he lost interest in his studies and spent the remainder of his tuition funds on musical instruments and entertainment equipment, including a computer, an electric keyboard, (laughs) and a MIDI interface, which I guess is like a sound mixing interface. Then, after attending an English language summer course and studying for one semester, (laughs) Park dropped out of BU and applied to study at Berklee College of Music instead. During his time at Berklee, Park took core curriculum lessons in ear training, contemporary writing, and music synthesis, but surprise, surprise, he dropped out again and returned to South Korea to finally pursue his career as a singer without having attained a degree from either BU or Berkeley. (laughs) Well, when your parents are rich, (laughs) it doesn't really matter now, does it? I do want to say, too, that going to college and getting a degree isn't everything. Mm -mm. He definitely has a lot of rich person privilege and being able to attend both schools and be like, fuck it, whatever, I'm still doing my own thing. Um... But you can still be successful without those things. Yeah, if you really love music, you don't need to go to college for music. But not everyone has rich parents who can fund your whimsy. Right. (laughs) So in January 2001, Psy released his full-length debut album. And it's such a mouthful. It's Psy from the Psycho World! Exclamation point! (laughs) And he was actually fined by the South Korean government due to the album's, quote, inappropriate content. And I was like, wow. (laughs) Wow, this is so early aughts and late 90s, because that shit was happening all over. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of pearl clutching, I feel like, in the 90s and early 2000s about inappropriate content with music. Think of the children. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Sai was a rookie hip-hop singer, and he stirred up the scene with very blunt lyrics. My notes say, peculiar dance moves. (laughs) Oh, also, he had an unconventional appearance that earned him the nickname, The Bizarre Singer. So he was looking weird, dressing weird, being rude. (laughs) I love that the nickname is so on the nose. It's not even just like, (laughs) it's literally like, that crazy guy. (laughs) It's like, ah! Oh, sigh. <laughs> you know, old crazy guy. <laughs> so let's listen to the lead single off of his first album. It's called Bird. <laughs> So his second album, Saw 2, (laughs) also created controversy upon his release in 2002. Shocker. Earning complaints from civil groups due to its potentially negative influence. (laughs) 
Again, pearl clutching. Uh, on the potentially negative influence it would have on children and teens. Um, <laughs> think of the teens. Think of the teens. In September of the same year, Psy released his third album, Three Psy. The album's title, Champion, saw great success partly due to the hype from the World Cup games held in Seoul. I'm guessing it was played a lot there. Despite the significant amount of controversy surrounding his music, Psy was awarded songwriting accolades at the annual Seoul Music Awards, marking his breakthrough in the South Korean music industry. So that was in 2002, quite a long time from Gangnam Style, but that was his foot in the door, so to speak, of the South Korean music scene. Okay, let's listen to Champion and get hyped for some footy. So in 2003, Psy uh, was conscripted into the South Korean military. All um, South Korean men have to do mandatory service in the armed forces or the government, I believe, just like in Israel. Psy was actually excused from military duty due to working at a software development company, and uh, he was expected to be released from his duties in 2005. However... In 2006, he released his fourth album, and then the government was like, he is neglecting his work at this software company, which was the (laughs) excuse for not being in the military. They're like, you are too busy holding concerts and appearing on TV to actually work. So on October 12th, 2007, the Seoul Administrative Court decided that he had to be redrafted and then he was in the military until 2009. (laughs) They said, stop your rapping and your ass shaking and get back to the military. (laughs) So controversy. (laughs) Because he had to take a break and because his parents were no longer kind of financing his life... He could no longer release his own songs due to financial difficulties. He did get married, though, during this time, and his wife encouraged him to join YG Entertainment, whose founder and uh, CEO was actually an old friend of size. So I was like, God, it really is the people you know, huh? It really is. Connections. So, like, let me just address my misconceptions that I had in the past. So, I had known that Psy was, like, kind of an underground rapper type of person. But it seems like not really from, you know, reading through his bio. And he wasn't a nobody. Like, he knew influential, powerful people to help bring him to the top. So, while I still respect his goofiness, I have lost a little respect for him being more of like a rags to riches story when that really is not the case. It's more of a riches to mega riches story. Yeah. (laughs) So, the guy who founded YG Entertainment uh, with his brother, he was actually in a group called Seo Taiji and the Boys, and it was like their song, like, basically began K-pop. It was like, that was the K-pop Big Bang. I am not shocked that Psy knew him, especially because Psy was, like, releasing music in 2001. Mm. And it really was not that big of an industry then. Yeah. So I'm not shocked that they knew each other. So in 2010, Psy joined YG, and he released his fifth album, Psy 5, 
and the lead single is Right Now. And it was actually banned from people under 19 by the South Korean Ministry of Gender Equality and Family for what it deemed an obscene lyric. It is, life is like toxic alcohol. So obscene. Think of the children. Let's listen to Right Now. Right Now. Right Now is the song that I was introduced to Psy with, and it is such a funny music video. He's in an office, and they absolutely destroy that office. He is on top of cars like La La Land in a traffic jam, and he is just screaming. And I was like, that's me. So in July 2012, Psy released his sixth album, Psy Six, Six Rules, Part One. <laughs> These album names are very interesting. <laughs> And here's where we get to the song Gangnam Style, finally in 2012, um, appearing in broadcasting networks and newspapers outside of Asia. So on August 14th, Gangnam Style ranked first on YouTube's Most Viewed Videos monthly chart. On August 21st, Gangnam Style officially charted number one on the iTunes music video charts. Riding high on the success of Gangnam Style, Psy was signed by Scooter Braun, boo, to <laughs> Braun's Schoolboy Records, a label distributed by Republic Records. By early September, the Gangnam District awarded Psy with a plaque and named him an honorary ambassador. So let's go ahead and listen to Gangnam Style for old time's sake. Open Gangnam Style! Gangnam What a throwback. There's just something about the like opening notes of the song that make my brain go, yes, nostalgia. It awakens the like demon goblin troll in my soul to just like, yes, I need to put my hands out in front of me and whip my head like a lasso around the top of my head and dance. Dance. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Sai is truly the Pied Piper. Indeed. <laughs> he make you go crazy on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On September 14th, 2012, he appeared on the Today Show in New York, and he performed Gangnam Style live, and he taught the dance moves to the anchors of the Today Show. The following day, he also made a cameo on SNL during a skit that featured Gangnam Style. So he was, like, riding high on this viral wave. We have a little quote from Psy. He said, when I realized that some top stars, like, have imagined or tweeted about me, I thought, that's joking. That's not going to happen. I never expected things like this, not because they are top stars, but because this is the biggest market in the universe for pop music, right? So everybody's dreaming about having an appearance in the U.S., so I'm still saying, what's going on here? This is beautiful. He was very surprised at the success of Gangnam Style, because he'd been making funny videos Pretty much since day one. Yeah. You know, the stars had just happened to align for Gangnam Style. The mystery algorithm of virality. Mm -hmm. It just hit just right for him. 
He finessed the algorithm. He finessed the algorithm. (laughs) Cy released his follow-up single, Gentleman, in April of 2013. So the music video for Gentleman was premiered at a concert Cy held, and 50,000 people were there, and it was live-streamed on YouTube to an audience of 150,000 people. There were guest performances by Lehigh, 21, and G-Dragon, all label mates on YG Entertainment. So let's listen to Gentlemen. So after Gentleman, Psy continued to release music under YG until May 15, 2018, when he left the YG label to start his own company, P Nation. Hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Some artists that are currently signed on to that label are Jesse, Don, Hyuna, Keche, and Crush. On April 29th, 2022, Psy released his ninth studio album, so really recently, called Psy Ninth. He's pretty consistent with his naming. (laughs) The single That That features Suga from BTS. So now let's listen to that that. Wow, Army Rise Up. <laughs> so Sai has had a very illustrious career and is now the owner of a music label. I think his whole career was building to that, though. Yes, I agree. I mean, he is uh, rather old or older. I think, I think he's in his early 50s Grandpa. at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, basically. So him owning his own label makes sense. And I think he's doing really great things with artists on his label. He's letting them be pretty free and uh, true to themselves, which I think is pretty rare in the K-pop music industry. So um, I'm really happy for Sai and his label. And who knows better what artists need than someone who is an artist themselves. Yeah, and has been forever. (laughs) I like that Hyuna and Dawn can be like a lovey-dovey couple. They don't have to hide it. I love that mm-hmm. Jesse can be as loud and in your face as possible. Like, I just love it. Sai has a bright future in both his music career and as a record label head. Okay, well, let's wrap up this episode with a weekly K-pop recommendation. My weekly K-pop recommendation is Tomboy by G-Idol. I'm going to recommend Bewitched by Pixie. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Instagram where our link tree is that has links to all of our relevant accounts on all the relevant spaces at Soulmates Podcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Check out some of our YouTube videos under our channel name, Soulmates Podcast. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe, you like, you follow. 
because we are here every other Friday in your ear holes talking about dumb shit that you also like. <laughs> Congratulations. We'll see y'all in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye.